It's the 21st of March on the ConstantInvestor.com. I'm James Brandis and I'm speaking with Alex Green from the Constant Investor community. Hi Alex, how are you? I'm really good today, James. Thank you. Alex, can you give us a thumbnail sketch of yourself? What do you do for a crust? So I uh, work at the University of New South Wales fractionally, one, one day per week as a lecturer. Um, and I also run a business doing software for the fast food and delivery industry. And I should say, we are sitting in Martin Place in Sydney, and um, that's why you can hear the sounds of buses in the background. And the reason we're talking to you today, Alex, is to find out about your approach to investing. What's your investment portfolio like at the moment? So at the moment, I own a big chunk of BHP, which I've probably had for at least uh, six to 12 months now. And I also have a large number of American uh, listed, uh, listed exchange funds as well, which I, I have an opinion on that we might be able to get into later. Why don't we get into it now? Tell me about your opinion on listed exchange funds. Sure. So probably 18 months ago, 18 months to two years ago, um, I felt that the, uh, you know, there was possibly the downside risk on the Australian dollar and the American economy was looking to be fairly strong and looking good for the future. And I made the decision to invest in Australian stock exchange listed, ASX listed, but US dollar denominated um, exchange traded funds. And so I did one which was the Russell 200, the small companies. I did one which was the, uh, I think it was the, the, just the largest 500 companies on the US exchange. And I think I invested in, in total, about four different funds that were US dollar denominated. One was healthcare, and there was one other one as well. And so my reason for doing that obviously was for the, to expose myself because obviously my savings and my job is in Australian dollars. So I wanted to expose myself to the, the US and the US currency and any growth over there. And it's actually done quite well because I think it was probably about 80 odd cents, the Australian dollar to the US dollar, maybe a bit more when I made those decisions. Um, and the US economy has gone okay. I currently right now, I'm actually considering selling down and I have sold down some of these. And I don't necessarily hold a negative view to the US market. It's just that I don't really understand it anymore and there's certain uncertainty and that sort of stuff. And I feel there may be better opportunities elsewhere. There is a lot of uncertainty there. How were you feeling during the election campaign last year? <laughs> well, I, I worked on the assumption that Hillary Clinton was gonna win and that it was all a big, uh, a big joke. I was very surprised when, when it happened. And uh, philosophically, I'm a bit of a left-wing pinko. I don't really agree with Trump. Um, however, as investors, we need to have a cool head. And I think some of the things that Trump is proposing is good for the market. Um, and in fact, there are a, a small subset of his, his policies that I actually like, but in general, I disagree with his attitude and ethics and, and everything else. And well, um, that's really interesting. Let's go back to your start in investing. Where did you start investing? I was 21 years old and I invested $300 in a company in the, in the ASX. And did you do that uh, under the guidance of somebody or did you wander in blindly? No, I, I wandered in blindly to start with and I progressively increased my portfolio over time. I did get some guidance a bit later on. How did that first $300 spend go for you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the details, but I can say that for the first 10 years of investing, including dividends, I pretty much broke even. So I had some big wins and some big losses, but was not actually really getting ahead. 
And were you expecting those big wins and big losses? Is that how you thought it might pan out? Uh, I was trialling a lot of different things. So in a way I did, I was doing kind of a bit more of a high risk game. So I did expect some of those big wins and big losses. So I was doing things such as charting and you know other, other things like that, which I, I no longer do anymore. But I was basically trying to search. I, I really wanted to have a way to be better than everybody else on the market or to have some magical strategy that worked for me. And you've come around to something quite specific. So you're in BHP and US denominated ETFs. So what lessons have you learned on investing in that period? The biggest lesson I've learned is to the, those uh, the sort of strategies of, of chag and everything, they're, they're all good in themselves and they have their place. But for me, as a casual investor, it's much more important to find to look at long-term trends and find good companies and hold long-term. And when I started following that strategy, my investments started doing much, much, much better than it did in the previous 10 years to that. So how do you assess an investment now? So, um, you know, I like to do a bit of the technical stuff, like sort of look through, you know, the, the numbers on the, on the actual company and that kind of stuff. But, it, but it's more important that I like to start by just sort of thinking, what are, what's the, the macroeconomic landscape we're in? Is energy going to be more expensive in the future? Is food going to be more expensive in the future? So start thinking about those sort of things and then make decisions based on that. And the next thing is, and this is, this is a thing where it was, you know, my mind was opened at, at some point, but really looking at the company. If it's a consumer company, go and buy their product or find a friend who bought it and use it and talk to them. If it's a business to business company, talk to your friends, find out people who have used them, Google search from the perspective of someone who may be using their product and actually figure out if they have a good product or not. Don't just take the analyst's word for it. And have you read any investing books that have set you on this path that, that you come back to? Any books that you could recommend to others? So I've, I've read a few books, everything from uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad when I was younger, and I did read one Warren Buffett book, which I've forgotten the, the title of. Um, I can highly recommend the, uh, the the Constant Investor, and it was actually, uh, I believe it was, uh, you know, one of Alan's articles that led me to do my research and buy BHP, and that's been a very, very good trade for me. And it was based on a simple premise, they're high quality companies, the prices are low, their PE ratios are low, it could be a good time to invest now. Um, so, yeah. And what's your investing goal? Have you got an aim in mind or are you just uh, trying to supplement your income? So my investing goal is really, it's medium to long term. So I do like to get dividends and like to actually get some return off my investment, which you don't really get, well, you don't get it all with the current interest rates with savings. Um, and I do want to retire with a, I would like to maximise my retirement fund. And how often do you monitor those investments that you've got? It sounds like you've got a nice, simple portfolio. Do you have to look at it very often? During my first 10 years, I would look at my share portfolio multiple times per day and I would spend you know, my cognitive resources thinking about it. However, since then, I vary from looking at it every day to looking at it every, every week or two. It really, it really depends on what you have and if you just have some play, long-term plays you're comfortable with, you can just sit on them. And do you discuss your investments with family or friends? Have you got um, a support a peer network that you discuss your investments with? Yeah, I have, I have one, one workmate, Vlad Lasky, 
Uh, we used to work together many years ago at the university. We had a, a, a casual job there while we were students. And I guess at that time, he was much more experienced in investing, a bit more of a, a mentor to me then. Um, but now, I, we now work together again, and I often discuss my investments with him, and he has a very good analytical mind. And you mentioned you might be uh, selling down your ETFs. What's your outlook for the next 12 months? What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> well, you, you never know what's going to, what's going to happen. Um, I think that the US and Europe are probably going to be okay. I think there's, uh, there's, there's a bright future for Australia outside of the debt associated with, with housing, the debt overhang. So I can't guess how that'll play out, but I see that as a sort of a, a weight and a downside risk. But otherwise, I think it's just going to be business as usual. That's great, Alex. Thanks for sharing your investing journey with us. Thank you so much. Alex Green is a member of the Constant Investor community. I'm James Brandis, and this is the ConstantInvestor.com.